I haven't had much of a voice for a few weeks, so I am back. And I promised in the beginning of this podcast that I would deliver a very real and raw approach to self-awareness. And even in the midst of all this chaotic, fear-based thinking right now, I plan on doing just that. I refuse to cave in to fear-based thinking, and I'm going to do my best to get you out of that thought process as well. Welcome to episode 12 of Worth and Progress, Faith Over Fear, Understanding Fear-Based Thinking. So I'm going to give you some ways to catch yourself in this style of thinking and bring yourself out of it. And then at the end of this, we're going to do a breathing exercise. First of all, I want to thank you for the email questions, and I know that I haven't been able to get to all of them, but I promise you that if I didn't answer you through email, that I will address yours on the podcast. Thank you so much for reaching out. I'm going to try to explain how this worrying process works and what actually happens to us during this time so we can try to intervene in the most critical moment where believe it or not we subconsciously decide that we're going to worry or we're going to we're either going to have faith or fear while i was sick in the last few weeks i had to give away a speaking job that i was really looking forward to doing and this is just one example of our thought process and how we can tear ourselves down instead of lift ourselves up and yes 100% it's a choice yes i was upset that i had to give the job away But I've learned over these years to not dwell on what I can't have or what was taken, but to look at what I do have. So if someone dwells on something that is taken from them, the emotions start that whole grieving process. What do you think your body does in response to that? You shrink up. Your posture changes. Your attitude changes. You're looking down, not up. Your focus is on turning yourself in almost to the fetal position, you're shrinking. Your focus is on feeling helpless, feeling controlled. And then you get into a cycle where your fear actually has you paralyzed. Then all you can do is join the masses. You have your phone with constant updates and crazy people posting more fear-based thoughts. This is where you choose to be the calm within the storm. This is where you have to choose to rely on your faith. You tell yourself, This is just change management. That's really what it is. I have to manage myself through this change that I can't control. So I said to myself, there must be a reason that I wasn't meant to do this job. And I didn't let my emotions take over because then I'd be in that downward spiral, the one that I'm watching everyone go through right now. And this is how we won't do well stuck at home with your families, even though that sounds like it could be great and that you should be taking advantage of it. Most people won't because they're stuck in this fear-based thinking. So now you're home with your families. You're stuck in that um, lack of self-awareness, and you're going to be short on patience, annoyed, angry, all of those low-vibration feelings. And this is where we let our power go. Our real power is in the understanding of ourselves. It's knowing I'm going to give my energy away. I'm allowing this fear-based society to take over my entire life. Can you see the ripple effect that society has on your thoughts and fears? I've been home for weeks, actually, before this, the coronavirus started taking over the world. In just the last week, I've literally lost every one of my speaking jobs. And at first, my, my go-to thought was, I'm counting the money that I'm losing. And that's lack mentality. 
of course you're going to think and feel these things because that's natural. You're looking at what's getting taken from you. Okay. But now the power comes in. Now I have a choice whether I'm going to dwell on that or whether I'm going to think better thoughts, be proactive. What else can I do in order to make money? I found myself worrying, oh my God, what if my husband loses his work? What's going to happen if we're because we're both self-employed. And this is the very moment that we need to catch our specific responses. Because once you let that fear take over, now we need to numb ourselves. Now we're sitting in this house and we want to do everything we can to numb that pain, that feeling, that worry, that fear. That means we eat, we drink, we sleep, we watch TV, more bad news. Or we go on our phones, which is probably the number one thing people are doing right now, and we take more of that fear in. We get agitated at people's opinions and responses to people and ideas and all of that stuff, and we let it take our entire lives over. I decided to go against the grain. (laughs) It's really no different than what I've done my entire life. I never really followed a crowd, so that's normal for me. I will not fear this. My faith is strong. So when fear creeps in, I go within. And this is where I get very real because it isn't easy, but the alternative is pretty ugly. My state of mind and my focus is my choice. I refuse to go on and read comments from people on Facebook or wherever other social media ruins and and rules your life. You read the comments. You choose to fight over who's right or wrong. You get upset by the amount of people posting. I know for me, if there's anything that will bring out my inner bitch Mariah, it's going to be those chain messages, those uh, my cousin's brother's friend works at the Pentagon, and this is information that he wants everyone to pass on. Bullshit. Please don't buy into that stuff. Share this message right now with everyone you know. Please tell me that you know that some idiot is on the other side of that laughing their asses off at how many people send that out. Don't fall for that stuff. Please try to stick to facts. And please don't take this the wrong way, like that I don't have any compassion for people's fears. Obviously, that's not true. But I'm telling you because what I do is teach people that you have control over feeling fear and worrying and that that unlearning process of those conditioned beliefs is present every single day if you let it. That process of unlearning everything that we've ever been taught about worrying and fear is something that we are able to work on every single day if we choose. We need to unlearn it. It does us no favors. I absolutely have compassion for what people are thinking and feeling right now, but I also want them to know that they control what they're thinking and fearing. This is how I choose to look at it. It's reflection. It's a time for me, a time for slowing down, appreciating the real things that we do have, which is each other. If it annoys you when someone tells you to be grateful for what you have, then you have lost all your power completely. You need to do something about that. What am I doing for myself if I'm sitting here worrying about the work that I don't have coming in? That serves me no purpose. So I have to choose to look at what I can do right now. So I'm writing for my book, which, of course, has been a very slow process, but now I can do it. Now I have the time. I'm still coaching clients online. I'm still doing my podcast. I plan on cleaning out and decluttering my office drawers and anything else that I could get rid of. And for myself, I'm taking 
nice Epsom salt baths. I'm doing my meditation. I'm talking to my friends. The most important thing that I'm doing for myself right now is I'm laughing. I'm finding things that are funny. I deliberately watch shows that I know are going to make me laugh. I steer clear of the news, not to be clueless, but to be fearless. I send jokes to my family and friends. I try to keep it light. I exercise. I play with my dog. I do all the things that I said I was going to do if I had more time, and now I do. For my family, I check in on everyone. My daughter's in New York City. She's probably bored out of her mind. Do I wish she was here? Absolutely. You always want to keep your family close in these kind of times. My son, my husband, they're here. They're still working. Thank God. Some of the things that are good about that is that we actually can eat together. We have no reason to not sit down and eat together and talk. We can watch movies. We can play games. And we can make the decision not to talk about fear-based topics at the table, especially in a way that's going to create more fear, like him losing work or me not having my jobs now. The point is, worry has absolutely no purpose. If you want to eliminate anything right now, let that be it. This is where people say to me, no, you do have to worry. Worry is good. It makes you do things. That's not the worry I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the good stressors in your life. This is not a good stress. Pay attention to how this stress shuts you down, the fear that you feel and the, the worry that you're doing. It creates havoc in your life. And then what happens when the worrying that you're doing or what it is you're worrying about doesn't even happen at all? You made yourself sick for nothing. We were conditioned to worry. And our objective now has to be reteaching ourselves, unlearning that tumultuous behavioral pattern. It no longer serves you, so we let it go. My number one reason for doing this podcast was to make people understand what leads them to do the things that they do. That, you know, our lack of self-worth definitely plays a role in the way we behave. I try to keep it real and raw because I want you to recognize things and to be able to call yourself out on your own bad behavior. However, this is a little bit different because... We're conditioned and we don't even understand. It's detrimental to our health for us to be worried sick like this. So my goal is always to try to get you to go within and to really call your conditioned beliefs out. They're not real. Fear is a liar. You hear it all the time. There's no reason for it. Doesn't it make you upset that you are conditioned to fear so much? Like I, It pisses me off, actually. We weren't supposed to be this way. We're not supposed to think and fear and worry so much. Anytime you're dealing with the unknown, you're going to be a little bit unnerved. That's a given. But I promise you this, if you can talk yourself through this condition response, you will have a much better outcome. I know this. I've done this. I've taken my fears and frustrations and feelings of unworthiness out on my family. I've taken it out on myself. It's not worth it. Right now, there's not a lot we know, so that takes our power from us. And then on top of that, we take our own power by focusing on the things that we can't control. Bring your focus back to what you can do right now. It's really going to make all the difference in the world. We're all walking around in this fight-or-flight response right now. People are running and buying groceries and hoarding and whatever else they're doing, selling stocks, if we can just catch ourselves in that, where is our focus? What is our body doing? How can we respond in a different way? I can only help you by going 
by my own results. I have come a long way when it comes to condition patterns. I know what I'm talking about here. I know you have so much more power than you think you have right now because you have the power over yourself. You have the power over your thoughts. You have the power over what you're saying. We let our emotions take over and then it is such a downward spiral. Catch that. Catch it right there in the moment. And that's where you're going to make all the difference. I know a lot of people are saying, oh, it's easily said. I know that. No shit. I know that. We have this vicious need to tell ourselves that we need to worry. We have to worry about this. What could happen? And then our heads are so far in the future planning our doom that we don't ever stay present. So I just want to give you a breathing, a relaxation, centering technique that you can use right now. This is something that many of you are going to avoid. And maybe you'll shut this off right now. But I'm telling you, this takes not even a minute of your time. If you can just center yourself and refocus yourself, get out of fight or flight breathing, then you will make a huge difference in your life. But people are going to refuse to because you feel like you have to worry. You're not ready to hear that you have more power than you believe you have. Some of you are going to just refuse to do this because you feel that you have to sit there and watch the news so you don't miss the latest fear-based information. God forbid you wean yourself off of the nasty drug that that is. However, I'm hoping that since you're listening to this, you'll trust me and at least try to bring yourself back to center, back to the moment, right now. You can even teach your kids to choose to be present. Sit them down with you to do this. Spouses, parents, friends, whoever else you want to include. Agree that being overwhelmed with fear and worry isn't going to change anything, and you can try this. It's a quick way to refocus your mind, and it takes you out of that fight-or-flight breathing that you're in right now, whether you believe it or not. Fight-or-flight is the stress breathing. You're breathing very shallow, just into your upper chest, and your body needs more oxygen. So I'm going to do this breathing technique with you so you can choose to be in the moment, choose to give your body what it needs at that moment. Make sure you're not driving right now. If you are, then pause this and listen to the rest of it later. So you're going to find the quietest area that you can. That might be a challenge right now, but try. You're going to sit up with your feet on the floor. Just sit how you would in a normal chair. You can recline if you want, but your feet on the floor is better for grounding. Start off with just taking a deep breath, however you want to do it, and blow it out. When you blow it out, relax your shoulders. Just letting them fall, letting go of the tension there. I just want to show you the proper way to breathe, not the stressful way. Put your hand on your stomach. Now, most people are breathing into their upper chest only, that shallow breathing I was talking about, and they aren't thinking about it at all. Don't think about expanding your chest when you take a deep breath. I want you to expand your stomach. So put your hand on your stomach. Act as if you're inflating that area instead of your chest. So you're going to visualize bringing your breath to your stomach. That fills all of your lungs. And that's called diaphragmic breathing. Try that once. A nice deep breath in through your nose, five seconds. Expand your belly, hold it for two seconds, and then blow it out nice and easy, letting go of all the tension, letting your body sink a little deeper into whatever chair you're in. Every time you exhale, you should be concentrating on sinking a little deeper. Now you can close your eyes. Feel your body letting go. Imagine taking all your breath in and breathing in all positive energy, exhaling all of the negative. 
Breathe in the faith, breathe out the fear. You cannot be in fear and faith at the same time. So right now we're choosing faith. Breathe in faith, breathe out fear. Every time you breathe out, let go a little bit more. Now try it again. Breathe in for five seconds. One, two, three, four, five. Hold it for two. Breathe out. Breathe and exhale longer than you think you can. Imagine the tension leaving your body. Try it again. Eyes closed. Direct your breath to your belly. Five seconds. Hold for two. And then as you exhale, let your body sink a little further. Imagine that you're breathing in positive energy and exhaling negative. Now try this. Visualize taking your breath to your neck and your shoulders. So you're breathing in and you're directing it to that area. You hold it and then you exhale all the tension from that area. Breathe in, bring your awareness to it, breathe out, release the tension. You can do the same thing for any area that you're holding on to tension. Release it with your breath. Try it now with your hip area, the part of you that's touching the chair or the floor. Take a deep breath, visualize that breath go into the area and filling it up and then release, letting that area tension go. Every time you find yourself thinking thoughts, bring your awareness back to your breath, visualizing your breath go into a specific area. If you're taking these breaths, you already feel a difference in your tension level. You can even feel tired because of the amount of oxygen that your body is not used to getting. This is centering yourself. If you can do this, you'll find yourself so much more steady in your emotions. You'll be able to make better choices and you'll be able to be way more effective. You won't need to be involved in this chaos right now. You won't need to fight over miscommunications. You won't need to be right. Now you can surely recognize fear throughout your day. Recognize that you're in this fear-based thinking. When you're most irritable, when you're most worried, stop yourself. Understand that your focus is on what you're fearing. Count. Sit there. Breathe. Bring yourself back to center and then ask yourself, what can I focus on? What can I do to make this better? So I'm not sitting around thinking about what I have no control over. Another thing you can do is go on YouTube, search guided meditation, seek out how you want to feel, go after it. Don't let people bring you down. Mr. Rogers always said, in the midst of chaos, look for the people who are helping. Be the people who are helping. Check in on your family. FaceTime them. See what you can do for someone else. A lot of times we get caught up in our own world and we're not really paying attention to how we can help others. Make that a part of your goal and maybe you'll feel better. And most importantly, if you really can't make yourself feel better in these times, you reach out to people who can help you. I'm one of them. If I can help you in any way, reach out to me. I'm there. I'm on social media. You can email me. My Facebook page is Worth in Progress. My Instagram is Maria Grandi LLC. And my email is Maria at MariaGrandiLLC.com. I really, truly hope that I make you feel comfortable enough to approach if you really feel like you need somebody to talk to. None of us are alone. We're all in this together and 
Since I'm home now and I missed a few episodes, I'm going to try to get a few more out this week. I hope listening to this helped you even just a little bit. Every single day, remind yourself, faith over fear. I hope today's message resonated with you. And if it did, please leave a review. I would love to hear from you. And share it with someone else if you think it can inspire them. Also, you can follow me on social media at Maria Grandi LLC. And my website is also MariaGrandiLLC.com. Lastly, remember to go easy on yourself as you go through this process. And everyone else around you for that matter. We're all working through something.